Have you ever wondered who are the people behind all those social media accounts that follow you? Do you ever feel like they're just kind of nameless and faceless and not really connected to you or to each other? Do you wish you had a real life community that could really support you and your creative work? But not only that, really support each other. Be like a family, like a tribe that's united around the values that you represent as a creative. Well, if you've ever wondered that, I'm going to show you in this particular episode how you can actually turn virtual online fans into real life community members that not only support you, but support each other and really have a connection in the values and the things that they love about your creative work. This is a really powerful concept that I think you're going to enjoy and it's going to impact you and help you to build the kind of community that you will love to be around for years to come. So give me just a moment to welcome the newest listeners to our show, and then we'll get right into this fascinating and important discussion. Artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life? Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession? Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to The God and Gig Show. Visit GodandGigs.com for show notes, links, and more information. Hello, and thank you so much for making this podcast a part of your creative day. If you're new to the show, you are among friends who have found your tribe. My name is Alan C. Paul. I'm the host and founder of God and Gigs, and here is where we help creatives, musicians, faith-focused freelancers like you to build better creative lives from the inside out by applying timeless spiritual principles to the temporary creative problems that you might be facing so that you can become completely confident in everything you put your mind and your heart to in your creative life. That's what we do here. That's why I believe you found the right place. Now, as we are going into this presentation, this was really a representation of another community that I really love is our PodFest community run by an amazing creative and entrepreneur named Chris Kermitos. He was so gracious to allow me to teach several times at our PodFest and VidFest conventions. They are both online and in person. I got to speak there in person in Orlando in 2022. But this particular episode, we're going to share a recording that I did back in 2020 talking about live streams and how we can turn virtual audiences into real life connections where they feel the impact of those personal and intentional strategies. So I really want you to pay attention because this does not just apply to live streams, even though live streaming is still a great way of you to connect with your audience, no matter where they are in the world. But this can apply to anything you do online to turn it from something that can feel impersonal, something that is simply checking off boxes or liking posts or maybe responding to direct messages, but not necessarily having as much as a personal or private kind of connection where now these strategies will help you turn that from virtual to real. And some of them are old school strategies, but they still work. And you'll see why it is so important to turn your virtual connections into real life interactions that make an impact and connect your listeners and your followers and your audiences to each other so that they really feel that connection between each other. That's what makes the community special. And these strategies that I shared in this presentation to VidFest and live stream and video producers really can be applied to any kind of creative and it will help you to build that connection with your audiences. 
So without any further delay, let's jump right into it and make sure you take some notes because once again, this is going to impact you no matter how you connect with your virtual audiences. Let's get right into it right now. so much for joining me and joining in in this conversation about Beyond the Stream, how to build real life connections from a virtual audience. My name is Alan C. Paul. I'm a content creator. I'm a musician and author, and I've had a great experience learning about creating these experiences and these connections outside of the screen beyond what I just do during the live stream show. And some of these things I'm going to talk about are kind of the common sense principles of connection and community building, but others hopefully will open your eyes to just a different way of looking at the way that you connect with your audiences when it comes to your live streams, your videos, and your content. So just a little bit about me and the communities that I've built. I call it micro community building because I'm really not into building big communities. I'm much more of a guy that believes in small being the new big. I'll talk about that a little bit later. But I've created three or four communities. Uh, one is called God and Gigs. That's the book I've written in my community for Christian creatives. I uh, do a podcast and a uh, live stream on that platform, as well as our live stream concert series from my music side, which is Let's Keep It Playing. That's the organization and the uh, brand that I'm going to talk about today and how we've created real life communication, real life connections from those um, connections in that series. And then, of course, I've also made uh, another live music series back before the pandemic, which was called Sit, Sing and Swing. And that was also a very cool community that was highly engaged, uh, small, but also very much um, built on the principles of community building. So that's kind of just a little bit of my experience in terms of this area. So how I started in video, I was one of those people who didn't like video at all. I was reluctant to go live, uh, whether it was Facebook or anything. I just didn't like the idea of turning on my camera. As you can see there, I was very happy behind my piano um, and basically just wanted that to be my connection with my audiences, the live event, the person to person. I did not really like the idea of the technical stuff. And so for up until, of course, this year, I really didn't have any presence online uh, as far as video, whether it be YouTube or Facebook. But uh, in my God and Gates platform, this at the beginning of this year, I started making a bigger effort to go live every week. And then in terms of my music side, uh, I started seeing a course around March of this year where all of us realized the world was changing. Uh, I was forced to start my virtual performances because I just saw that there was no other way that I was gonna reach my audiences uh, other than to do live streaming. And because I already had a small but dedicated audience to my live events, I just said, well, those are the people I need to reach out to. Those are the people I need to continue to connect with. And so that's what I did. I tried to create as many possible opportunities to create these real life connections with the people I already knew, but who, of course, could not see me live anymore. And surprise, surprise, I actually found that I enjoyed this type of connection because it spurred growth in not just my music, but also in just my community at large when it comes down to just the way that I was able to interact with people. And then the brand, which was let's keep, which is let's keep it playing. Or I also go by keep the music playing. Um, both of those things are kind of like interchangeable brand names. But I went ahead and just grabbed the name, grabbed the hashtag and started doing these events each week. Uh, just turned on my iPhone and learned how to use Restream, learned how to, you know, get my stream keys together and just taught myself 
uh, School of Headaches and Hard Knocks and figured it out. And now we have 26 count, uh, 26 shows later, we have, you know, about 300 or so people who have joined our VIP list. We've got over 100,000 minutes viewed on Facebook uh, and YouTube as well, which are actually our biggest channel is Facebook because that's where I started. That's where I was comfortable. Now we're getting more into YouTube, obviously, and trying to build that network. But we also have a membership site. We also have a VIP community, which we built out of those first few early adopters into our live stream. And those are the people that I believe became those real life connections, which made my event able to sustain itself and to grow uh, even at a small stage. And we've been able to sell monthly and annual subscriptions. The annual subscriptions are the really the cool ones, where as a musician, I've now got people buying uh, content in advance, uh, community connection in advance. So uh, it's really been cool to see that happen in just the course of a few months. So one of the first things that I really would kind of preach and tell you as a live streamer, as a video content creator, as a community creator or curator, you've got to set the environment or the mindset of a real person visiting your space. And I'm not a uh, experienced video um, creator, so I never really had that time to get used to the idea of being behind the camera. I simply had to jump into the idea of, well, I want to connect with real people, which means I have to pretend or think as if they were coming into my space. Now, of course, as a musician, because I do a live event, I do have somebody coming into my space. And it's kind of cool that just like I'm welcoming that person into my space as a guest, I'm also welcoming the people who are watching in as guests. And so I do everything just like I was having all these people over to my house. Now, I know, of course, everybody cleans up and everybody works on getting their stuff together in terms of the presentation and their backdrops and everything. But I try to take it the next level. I always, whether, you know, people are going to be checking out my shoes, I shine my shoes. I try to just present myself in a way that always makes it feel like and makes me feel like I could see this person in person right now if they were walking in front of me. And it just changes my mindset from I got to be look, looking good for the camera to I've got to look good and feel good and be approachable just like that person was talking to me directly. It really helps. I don't know if that's something that you've done before in your live streams or in your live videos, but really just getting the environment and the mindset that this person is literally walking into your space at the time that just turning on the camera, it's really helped me. So I wanted to talk about John. John is a member of our VIP community. He joined up about, let's say about three months in uh, as a, a recommendation from another musician that we had. And John immediately became a great example of someone who went from a virtual member to a real connection uh, simply because he bought in and really enjoyed being catered to and being looked at as an individual versus just another person uh, viewing. So you can see here, these are pictures of our membership site, which we did, did launch about four months, five months in to our VIP experience and trying to create this musical community of people who really supported live art and live music. So giving them a community was a great way to kind of pull them all in and create this space where they felt seen, they felt loved, they felt uh, appreciated. And so John was a great example of that because as you can see here, he actually was asking if he could buy music from the artist. He wanted to support us directly. Over there, you can see a little bit of our bourbon. We, we He and I created kind of like a little bourbon club inside the membership site. And as you can see, this is here built on Mighty Networks. I, I uh, quickly learned the benefits of having a membership. And as I said before, it created a opportunity for people to monetize, uh, for us to monetize the community because they were able to join in and 
uh, John became one of our VIP members who is a monthly subscriber. So as you can see, the, the connection quickly became something real, where it's tangible, where I know about John and where he's from and his daughter. I know where, he, you know, just a general idea of where he's, where he's where he's living, what he's doing. And, you know, anytime that I'm on the live stream, I'm always going to shout John out and just say, hey, uh, I see you. I know you thank you so much for supporting us. And it goes a little beyond just the the over the surface kind of knowledge. It's something where I've really worked to build that connection with John and with the other people in our VIPs. And so I would like to kind of put to you this little kind of countercultural knowledge or uh, idea when it comes to building your audience. In my case, I've always believed small is a new big. In my opinion, that focusing on deeper connection is more powerful than wide reach. And that doesn't mean that people who have millions and thousands of followers are not connected with their fans. It just means that because I have a small list, I really believe in that deeper connection. I like to utilize it and leverage it because it makes for a even more powerful uh, connection, a more powerful brand, I guess you could say, because when people feel they're a part of this, they really do feel like it belongs to them. They take ownership of it and they protect it. And I feel like each live stream has become an event because when, uh, example, today I'm recording, uh, there's no show tonight and there are people who are actually kind of missing it and they're calling me and wondering, is there going to be a show or not? And it's because I can respond to them directly. So if you have a small list or have a small audience, you really got to take that, uh, be, take that advantage of that and realize that you have an opportunity to build a community based on that personal knowledge and that personal connection, that real life connection that some people may not be able to have simply because they have too many followers or audience gets big and they become a little bit separated from that space. So remember that people, in my case especially, they don't miss the content. They can find music anywhere. What they miss is the community. They want the real engagement that isn't fleeting or temporary. They want something that's real and lasting, especially in this day and age where so many things seem to be in flux. It helps to have a really grounded community that they can feel a part of and you're live streaming. In my, my case, my community has been an example of where small is really the way to go. And so here's the ways I make it more real life. You see here, there's a little clip of my uh, video with here, my friend Mustafa on sax and the video there is playing, of course, the uh, chat. That's my wife, Leah Paul, who is chatting there. And she is my moderator and she's the CEO of everything we do at Let's Keep It Playing. And it really helps to have that if you don't have a moderator or someone to do engagement with you. Even in my case where I have no team, but my family, it's really amazing that they are able to kind of help me. And uh, she coordinates so many things and makes that community feel like a community. She's the boss lady. That's her name. That's her nickname in there. And everybody loves her and really just connects with her. So I can focus on the music and I can focus on technical things. But she is focusing on the people and those real conversations and those real memories make such a huge difference. And so just another part of advice in terms of the real life, make sure that if you can get somebody who is really in, in, interacting with a community, a uh, creative, a community uh, moderator, someone that can really look at the people and say that I know you and I remember you uh, makes all the difference. So once again, this might be something that you know. If you have a membership, if you've already been monetizing or already been building communities, you might be doing this already, but it's never, never out of style. It's something you got to focus on because I know it's made a huge difference in building my community as well. So here are some things we do uh, specifically pre-show and post-show to build that connection, that real life connection. One before the show is, of course, our email list, which I did mention is a smaller list, but it also, again, allows us 
to really focus on individuals. I can ask questions. I can build buzz through Facebook ads and things like that. And everything is based on personal. Again, my show and my approach is to pull back and almost make it exclusive, kind of make it where people are not necessarily all invited. I only want the people who are really engaged, the ones who are really buying into my show. And if you're not, then I really don't necessarily push to grow the show any further than those who are really diehard fans. And so again, that kind of builds that connection because people who are buying it are really only there because they want to be there. And then after the show, I do surveys. I've always sent a crowd signal survey out each week. Um, I send out pictures, obviously, through our membership site. And I listen to the comments. I follow comments. I change shows. And then if I change something in the show because of a comment, I always shout out that person and let them know there was something that they gave me. So the community feels they are the ones that are guiding the, in the uh, performance. They're guiding the experience. So they always feel like they are bought in. They are listened to and appreciated. So those are the couple of things I do. Uh, if you want to check out any of those resources I use for emails and um, surveys and other techniques like that or other tools like that, I've got a link that uh, I can share later on in the presentation. So during this show, this is one of my most fun things. You can see my wife there and I, my, my beautiful wife, Leah, finally allowed me to put her on camera. We don't put her on camera. That's one of the fun things in the show. We don't put her on camera. We actually just kind of hide her a little bit and make it fun, whereas she never actually shows up. Uh, except in the chat. Every once in a while, she'll show her face. So the real connection in this case is something that we try to take virtual and make it real. One case, uh, excuse me, one test case I can tell you about is not from me. It's actually from another musician that I've actually borrowed some of her ideas and she uses a tip jar, but she doesn't use just a tip jar where you go into either a Venmo or go to PayPal. What she does is that she actually puts money in the tip jar. If you put money in the tip jar, she'll do it physically. So in other words, it takes something that is virtual and it creates a real moment or something that is tangible, at least can be seen on the screen. And so I do that with our request notes. Every time somebody makes a request, my wife writes it down and physically hands it to me. And I think that's made a huge difference in just the way people feel when I'm not just reading a screen or just listening to her tell me what happened, but I'm actually responding and looking and I show them the card and just that extra step of writing something down really makes a huge difference in making something more tangible and real to the people that are watching. Obviously, other things that can help are just things in your community and the, the secret words, the nicknames, the private jokes, the, all those things that build a community really create that real-time connection with your listeners, with your viewers, so that when you make a call to congregate, that's what I call a call to congregate, it's really where everybody feels like, hey, I'm going to be seen and noticed and paid attention to. And it's real. It's not just something that's happening on the screen. Someone's actually taking the time to react and move. And they're not just simply going through the motions, but everything is really dictated by the community and by the audience. And they are a integral part of the experience. One other thing beyond the screen that I like to do, and that's sending mail, snail mail. We also call it lumpy mail. We like the term lumpy mail. I, I got that from another marketing uh, teacher who really explain that, you know, when you get things in the mail and it's got packages like a gift, you just can't wait to open it. And we've done that with thank you cards. And we've also sent out CDs as gifts to our different people. We signed, had those CDs signed by our guest artist. And so once again, it's just an example of, of course, I can do this because of ticket sales, which we have been doing ticket sales from the get go from our, our, our sales, our um, presentation. We've never done just tips. We've always done ticket sales. So I can talk a little bit more about that, but that's not my presentation in terms of monetization. I'm talking more about the connection, but 
doing the monetization from the top allowed us to collect those addresses. And now we can uh, not just email, but we can also send physical mail. And that has made a big difference because people just loved it. I got so many comments when I sent handwritten notes to each of the people who uh, signed up for the VIP and bought that ticket. It really made a difference because they realized, again, I would stop, go beyond the screen, thank them personally, write it out and take the time to put it in the mail. It just makes a huge difference in that real life connection when everything else seems to be just inside the box. So really just my conclusion is that people need to be heard, seen and known no matter what the medium is. It doesn't matter if you're live or live stream, if you're building a community for whatever genre you're doing or whatever type of uh, connection, whether it's information or education or inspiration, community is greater than content. So you've got to find a way to build that community so that they know they are invested in the content because community is what they're looking for. Content can be found anywhere. But the community cannot. The experience, the real life connections that you're building cannot. And again, uh, for those of you who have large audiences, this is probably the trickiest part is because you've got to find ways to make small big again or make big small again and try to find a way to make those connections where the community feels connected to you and has that real time commitment to your music, to your art, to your creative stuff, to whatever you're doing. In my case, it's music but they feel connected to the community even more than they feel connected to the music. And I think that's what the power of that particular uh, idea is. That community is greater than content. So I would suggest everybody focus really deeply on the community first and then build your content up and make it better and better, but always focus on community. And finally, this little message here has really meant a lot to me because it shows once again how a real life connection came out of a virtual experience. And this is a friend of mine named Cheryl and Albert. Cheryl and Albert have been great friends of mine. So they are real time, real life connections. But virtually, I couldn't see them or connect with them because of the virus. And because, as you can see from this message, that uh, Albert is immunosuppressed because he's uh, anti-rejection anti meds from being a kidney transplant recipient. And so this is really cool that she was able to send me this message through our, mess through our membership that this is really a lifeline for them in terms of finding live entertainment when they can't go out. And again, virtual moments really become real when you realize you're touching someone. And I just want to encourage you guys to remember that no matter how big your audience gets, make sure that you think about outside the screen that it's real to somebody and that they're not just reading or watching. They are a real person that are having real needs, real problems, real experiences. And we just got to make sure that we never get stuck thinking only of the camera and, and our Internet and our electronic world. And don't forget to try to make things make things much more tangible and real to them. So as I said, real connection requires thinking outside the screen. And these are my friends, uh, the W's, another great group of artists. And I just appreciate, again, the fact that I've been able to build real life connections, even in the midst of a pandemic. We were very safe, by the way, in this case, the only time we took out our mask. But uh, we really were making new connections. I never would have done this uh, even five, three, two years ago. But now I realize the power of real connection through these live stream events in this video. And so that's what I would love to see you guys do as well. And I hope if you were inspired by this or educated, if you want to learn more, you can go to any of these sites. Godandgeeks.com slash live stream is my little lead magnet there. I give away a, a free two week template on how to organize your live stream so that you can get this connection going. And it also has a calendar connected, a two week calendar, kind of like to help you organize your stuff going up to your live streams if you want to check that out. I also have our Facebook page, which is that's the actual page for the music 
series that we're doing so you can kind of see all of our videos again we also have facebook um youtube i mean but facebook is where we started so there's more video uh footage there and you kind of see what we're doing and my personal site alancpaul.com so thanks so much for listening hope you got a lot out of this and uh thanks again to vidfest 2020 for even allowing me to share it's really cool and i've been learning myself and i hope you learned something here as well okay take care you guys Well, my friend, I told you that that was about so much more than live streaming. It really was about how to turn any virtual connection into a real life connection. And if you follow those tools, really just the principles behind those strategies about intentionally making virtual connections into real connections and going old school, going to the ways where things are that used to feel that they were impersonal and just online and really finding a way to make it personal that can mean so much to your people and turn that from a virtual connection into something that is really tangible, that is lifelong, that means so much to your customers. And once again, we'll not just connect them to you, but we'll connect them to each other. And that's what makes a community special and powerful and impactful in everything you do in your creative life. Well, if you are interested in live streaming as a way to connect your audience and to create a new income stream for yourself, or maybe to build more income out of that live stream component of your creative career, then check out godandgeeks.com slash three tips. Just tap the link in the description of this particular episode, and you'll find that it will download immediately a resource that will give you three quick monetization strategies for your live streams. And even now, when you're listening, no matter when you're listening, it is still an incredible way to connect with your audience, no matter where they are in the world. So live streaming is still in this post-COVID era, still a way that you should be using to connect with your creative audience, no matter what you do, even if it's teaching, music, whatever it is, you should use live streaming and you should use these three tips to turn that into a quick build of your income streams. Okay, so check that out. I highly recommend it. But until next time, everyone, I thank you so much for being a part of this community. We're nearing 200 episodes as I'm recording right now. So this is really a special time. And it's our anniversary month section of the year where we talk about how we started seven years ago and how you have been with us the entire time. So thank you so much. I cannot thank you enough for being a part of our real life community here at God and Gigs. But until next time, continue to become the creative that you are created to be. And we'll see you in the next episode. Take care and God bless. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gig Show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing.